Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, thank you, Larry. Uh, sorry for the delay there. Guys, coming in the room, I had some um, computer hiccups. So, <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that, Larry. Um, let's see here. So, this week, I am in uh, the final lesson of the Way of Mastery in the trilogy. So, this is the last lesson in the Way of Knowing. The 11 lessons in the Way of Knowing. So, uh, and this lesson is called Living as a Sovereign Master. And I have been sharing on this lesson in the last couple of weeks. That uh, this is, we're kind of right near the end of this lesson. So, see, this may complete um, this lesson today. Let's see how we go here. But, uh, so, just kind of get a feeling where to uh, pick up here in the lesson. And, and um, there's a section here called Blessing All Your Creation and then Claiming Sovereign Mastery. So I'm going to begin here and uh, share, read a little bit and share a little bit, see how we go. <laughs> so blessing all your creations. And they share with us here, as you choose to embrace yourself as a master, as you choose to look upon each and every moment of your experience, as wholly self-created that is waiting for your blessing, you come to see that there is power and freedom in choosing to bless with gratitude all of your creation. And that's, um, you know, something that I've really been sitting with, so it's um, never surprising when we're taking a look at something where it has been arising in our mind recently and uh, that's something I've been really taking a look at is uh, complete responsibility. Joshua shared, has shared with us a couple of times in the way of mastery um, and he tells us to take complete responsibility. He doesn't tell us to take responsibility, he says complete, he uses the word complete and here uh, the sharing with us here, look upon each and every moment of our experience as wholly self-created and it is waiting for our blessing. And we kind of really sit with that and the feeling that's arising for me right now as I really bring this into my heart center is waiting for our blessing. Because what have we been, you know, like what is, where has the mind been? Where is the perception? Uh, what have we been, uh, how, how have we been looking upon these creations. Why do they require our blessing, our blessing in the moment, our realization that they require a blessing in the moment? What's coming into my heart center is just really um, being aware that as we've looked upon those creations and labeled, offered meaning, judged, 
we realize that that has all come about from the idea of separation, witnessing everything as seemingly separate from ourselves. As we come to witness that uh, there indeed is no separation, we come to witness that there truly is just oneness. It's not two-ness, but there is just oneness everywhere, and we are that. When we come to witness that, we realize that we've really, in the judgments, in the meanings, in the labels that we've offered to everything, we've been pushing self away. When there's only self, when the oneness of truth that we exist, at one with God, at one with truth, at one with all, we've come to see that it can be no other way. We looked the other way. <laughs> and then we pushed away. We pushed self away in the labeling and the meaning. And so we come to realize that it's really the, um, it's really the uh, beckoning, uh, inviting self back to self. As we bless, that's what I see in my heart. That's what my heart is telling me. That in that moment of blessing all of creation, we become the witness that, oh, no one's done anything to us. We've been pushing self away in believing that there's something else out there. And when we realize that it's self showing up in all of these facets, all these other ways, all these different ways, to reveal to us the call for love, to choose again. And as we become aware of this, we become aware that it truly has all come from self. In the manner of pushing self away. I remember uh, a while ago, Holy Spirit uh, sharing with me on my journey that uh, invite self back to self. Invite self back to self. And that's what's arising for me now is in reading this, is that it's been blessing everything. And I remember along my journey kind of questioning, like, well, what, what am I blessing? I remember being asked and being, you know, people going, bless this, bless you, bless them. <laughs> um, you know, and I remember kind of going, well, my heart, in my heart, I didn't really know what I was blessing. I didn't really get it. Like, what am I blessing? What is, you know, what's going on here? Why am I being asked to bless something? And what is this feeling of blessing? And as we take a look at this piece in the way of mastery, which Jeshua tells us, uh, that um, every moment of our experience is wholly self-created and he's waiting for our blessing. We come to witness that it's waiting for our blessing. What is a blessing? A blessing is a realization of self. A witnessing of self. A witnessing that self is everywhere and that we are blessing the self. We realize we are blessing who we actually are. We're inviting back to us who we actually are. We're dropping the meaning, the, um, the labels, the judgments we placed on all these seeming separate things. And now we're willingly embracing all of creation, realizing that it's wholly self-created, whatever's arising for us, and they're telling us in every moment. And so in, in taking complete responsibility, it's been something that has been on my mind. I take a look at, you know, everything in our heart center is there to guide us home that we can always go backwards in the heart center and check and ask 
and really be honest with ourselves, like asking, like, what is a blessing? What is that? What am I doing when I'm blessing? Am I truly blessing from the heart? Is this feeling good? Am I just, are they just words? We come to realize that that from the blessing, from the uh, realization that we're truly inviting self back to self, it's where we witness the gratitude for all of life. We witness the gratitude for all of creation. We witness the gratitude for the call for love. And we come to witness that, you know, as Jeshua tells us in A Course in Miracles, um, it's love or a call for love, nothing else. And um, recently, through going through the way of mastery, uh, I've been shown in my heart to uh, that it's, it's that to move even steps beyond that, go a little bit further beyond that, and and, uh, and in, be all inclusive. So if we say love or a call for love, we're still looking at two: love or a call for love. And we move beyond that, and we really open up and embrace it. We realize that. Um, when we're all inclusive, we can witness that it's love and a call for love. And the call for love is coming from love. There is no separation. There's no, nothing separate at all. There is oneness. So the call for love is coming from love, coming from the oneness, coming from the truth who we are. And then we witness our, uh, our experiences as holy, self-created, and as I share with us here, you come to see that there is power and freedom in choosing to bless with gratitude all of your creation. And we come to a point there where uh, the choosing even falls away. Where we witness that it's just a natural uh, unfolding. Why would we not bless ourselves, invite ourselves back to self when we realize that it is ourself and we can witness the confusion, we witness the unconscious state. Um, as we look looking through the eyes of love, we witness that that old unconscious state, that the state that we you know, we witness that unconscious um, feeling when we were sleeping at the wheel, when we were feeling lost. You now we witness what it is to feel conscious and aware, and we can see that the unconscious or the unawareness is just merely a confusion, nothing more. And even in that, we come to witness that even beyond that, that that call for love is coming from the one. So we can become the witness that all of it is just so purely innocent. And more than that, more than the innocence, all of it is just so purely, um, amazingly um, planned by the one to wake up the sleeping aspect of the oneself. It's just so beautifully... Planned. And we see that we are behind that. We are the plan of the atonement. We are one with the Holy Spirit. We're not separate from anything. So we're behind the call for love. And then we really get to, we begin to really witness the calls for love everywhere on the planet. Seemingly small, seemingly large, we come to witness that it's all the same thing. It's all a wake up call. The call for love is just a wake up call. Coming from self to wake up the sleeping aspect of yourself. Then we come, become aware that our true self, the one self, was always fully awake, fully aware in the moment, and that awakened self was just calling to the sleeping self.
they tell us here, they share with us, and it's the experience of what we call death in the world is just another experience. If we bring our awareness to it, we will discover in the day of what we call death that it is actually delightful. They tell us here, they share with us, that as our attention withdraws from the body, we become the witness of the gasping of the lungs, the building up of the fluid, and we watch it with disinterest. We are already vibrating in the energy of bliss, which is the essence of your soul. Death, then, is quite simply nothing. we come to witness that in this moment now as we really move into the now we come to witness that all the bliss the feeling of freedom the feeling of uh, remembrance of this remembrance of self it's like we have this feeling of more remembering self more remembering self more and more then as we as we move into this remembrance of self more and more, we realize that there is no death. We realize there is eternal life. We know in our hearts. We witness that. We witness beyond the body. We witness that the vast experience of who we are and we come to, to feel uh, that this experience, this vastness is, is, is existing uh, everywhere. At one with everything beyond the body. And so we come to see that uh, the fear of death is falling away. We become, we realize that in our vastness, in our expansiveness beyond the body, we see that in this moment, right now, that is all that matters, right now, in the present moment, right now. And we just come to see that it is an eternal now. There's no ending. There's no beginning to now. <laughs> and now, now is now. And we witness that um, that's our eternal existence. In the moment, right now, is where our freedom is. And we know in our witnessing of the vastness of self that all idea of ending just falls away in that moment. We witness there is no ending, there is no beginning. It all intertwines. It's all one in the now. So this next section they're sharing here called Claiming Sovereign Mastery. They tell us here, in the way of knowing, I ask you as your equal, of Jeshua, in the way of knowing, I ask you as your equal and as your brother and as your friend eternally to claim in this hour complete sovereign mastery over your domain. So we take a moment, take a moment and breathe that in. We, we claim complete sovereign mastery over our domain. We ask ourselves in our hearts, what is this complete sovereign mastery? What's arising in my heart, the memory, the memory of self, the memory, the realization that all is all, that we, are, that we are one with the all, that we take that holy uh, responsibility, complete responsibility. We witness that every moment of our experience is wholly self-created. 
we realize that it truly is a journey about self. We realize that in that moment, to have that awareness, to be aware of the truth, is to witness that we are claiming our sovereign mastery. And so we ask that. We, and then we, we also know in our hearts that, that moving uh, forward, that we only know what we know in our hearts right now, and, then, and that all will unfold perfectly. And then in the moment now, uh, my heart is sharing, there is always more, always more. Can there ever be an ending to more of who we are? Can there be an ending? We witness, no, there cannot be an ending. There's always more of who we are. So um, I, it reminds me of um, Abraham Hicks sharing, we will never get it done, and we will never get it wrong. We witness, we will never get it done. It's like, whoa, we'll never get it done? <laughs> the the uh, ego-minded, unconscious mind, can really grab at that never get it done. Oh my God. <laughs> and we come to realize that, you know, we'll never get it done is the truth that, that we're dropping into self more and more. How beautiful is that? God witnessing uh, the God self more and more, remembering self more and more. Sometimes I say they here when I'm sharing um, from the book. Uh, it, Begs the gesture tells us that he's not aligned with the Christ Council. And sometimes he will speak as we, sometimes he'll speak directly as I, from Jeshua. And so uh, they're asking us here discover what has not yet been embraced and owned. Discover what has not yet been embraced and owned. So when we can really feel into that, what 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 aspect of ourself are, are we not inviting back to self? What aspect of ourself are we still shutting out, cutting out, just simply by giving labels and meanings as though that it's separate from who we are? So we discover what we have not yet embraced and owned. For these things that are dissociated with your psychological language, that which has not been embraced by you, imprisons you. So that that has not been embraced, that we have not embraced, seems to imprison us. Of course it's not, that's part of that, that's the illusion, but it seems to be imprisoning your mind. The, the sleeping aspect of the mind is still making separation real, believing there's something outside of me that's doing this to me, that's harming me, can possibly harm, harm me. And we come to realize that's the imprisonment. The imprisonment is believing that there's something outside of me that can possibly be doing this to me. That's the only imprisonment. And there we can really witness the shift in perception. That's where the shift in perception is required. It's just a shift that we will look again and this time we choose to look through the eyes of love so that we will have the shift in perception. The shift in perception always will come through the heart, through the eyes of love, through witnessing in that moment, seeing another way, seeing the way of truth. 
and how beautiful as we really come to witness that as we embrace all and invite all of self back to self, that the walls fall away, the, um, the illusionary prison walls, they fall away, the body walls fall away, the idea of the separate body. Come to witness that as we're moving around, that the um, awareness of, of that um, feeling of separation is really diminishing, that the feeling of, of more vastness and our openness to exploring all of self and the self that is everywhere, we, we witness that, that the walls are falling away, that illusion of imprisonment is falling away. The more that we become more aware of um, what is arising in our surroundings, that is all about self. We come to witness that it truly is a journey about self. We are all that one same self. And then I look at Larry's name on the board there. Now I'm the same. <laughs> now I'm the same as Larry's uh, identity name there on the board. And we come to witness that we truly are the same. It's, 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 we are equal. We are one with Jeshua. We are one with the Holy Spirit. So much so that we are all that, that we play all the characters, that all that is unfolding is coming from the self. To wake up the sleeping aspect of the self when we come to witness that this truly is a journey about self. And then if we ever find ourselves making it about anything else or somebody else outside of us, we become the witness that that's where we, uh, where the illusion of imprisonment is um, indeed uh, present in the mind when we witness that there is somebody um, separate, that there is anything separate. They tell us here, um, when they've shared with us, which has not been embraced by you, imprisons you. They tell us here, there is the doorway to perfect freedom. We witness the doorway to perfect freedom. There is the doorway into what looks like the unknown, except that there is no such thing as the unknown, for nothing exists until you call it to yourself. You know, we become aware that awareness is key. <laughs> we become aware that awareness is key, that we are always calling to ourselves. We are always, um, as the sovereign master, we are we are it. <laughs> we are it. We're that that is. Um, coming to realize that there is the one and that as we look upon every brother and every friend and everything we realize that it's all the one it's all part of who we are we're part of who they are That where are we? You know, there's that there's that saying in the forest. Um, if a tree is falls down, you know, is it really heard? <laughs> is there a crashing sound? Um, you know, and, and so we look at this uh, comment here. Uh, but nothing exists until you call it to yourself. And again, what's arising in my mind as I share that? What's arising uh, from my heart is that. Awareness is key. Awareness is key. It's something that um, Holy Spirit delivered a lot on my journey and facilitating, of course, the miracles group here on the island. Um, 
I remember uh, Holy Spirit sharing with me um, as, as I would listen to people beating themselves up for not forgiving themselves. Oh my gosh, this happened and I didn't forgive myself. I got really mad. And, and I remember asking Holy Spirit, what will I say? How can I help? What can I say? And then Holy Spirit said, just say awareness is key. Awareness is key. We come to find that it truly is a journey of um, awareness. An, an awareness, a return of an awareness of self. And in those moments of not forgiving another, ultimately not forgiving self, we become the witness that, uh, that in that moment of not forgiving, that you know we were aware in that moment we go, oh my gosh, I didn't catch that. But hey, in that moment we are aware that we had a choice of forgiveness. So now we get to choose again. Now this moment is the now moment. We get to choose again right now. Now we get to choose again. And if we didn't choose it in the last moment, we get to choose again. It doesn't matter what we chose in the last moment. If, if, if we uh, uh, stayed in the, the, uh, in the unconscious state, believing in the idea of separation, then we realized, oh, there was another call for love. If we don't catch the call for love, it'll come again. <laughs> and it'll come again. And it'll come again. And that's okay. And so we, we, when we come to the point where we realize, well, that's where we bless it. We bless the call for love. We become the witness that that call for love is indeed coming from the self, the one self, the one. We realize that that call for love, now here it is again. Now I choose love. And now I forgive myself for um, or uh, not choosing love in the last moment. And we come to witness that that's ultimately what forgiveness, that's what forgiveness really is. <laughs> we become the, the witness that, that, that forgiveness of self, it is a journey of forgiveness of self for forgetting who we were. And, and, and ultimately that's just a tool because we truly, there is a fully awakened self right here, right now. That was just the illusion, a separation. Idea that was just a tiny man idea. Simply came, simply went. It was just that. This is it's right here, right now. We're awake in this moment. We're aware in this moment. And then the next moment, we may forget. We may be in that forgetful moment. That's okay. And now we get to choose again, and we get to witness that the call for love is indeed such a blessing coming from self to wake up self. Until so we learn to bless those calls for love. Without those calls for love, we, we stay in numbness and, and seemingly imprisoned. If those calls for love were not available, we're not coming forth. And then we come to find that, as Joshua shares in the way of mastery, all is unfolding for us. Nothing is happening to us. It's all unfolding for us. And then I always get the feeling in my heart to add to that that it is coming from us. Nothing is happening to us. It is all happening for us. It is all happening for us. <laughs> Whatever's in our experience, it's happening for us. And it is coming from us. And uh, we can feel the freedom in that. Absolute freedom. Because what is freedom? Dropping the blame. Dropping the judgment. Dropping the meanings. And letting go of the idea of separation. In freedom, we realize that there just is no separation. There just isn't any. And in that moment of realization, 
we are awake to the truth in that moment. So they share with us here, in this study of the way of knowing and the way of mastery, let its culmination be that as this lesson ends and you close the book, let it be the last act you ever do with a mind that says, I'm still trying to get there. Can I repeat that? And close the book at the end of this lesson. Let our last act be the mind that says, or let it be, last act, I'm sorry, let it be the last act we ever do with a mind that says, I'm still trying to get there. I'm still a victim of the world I see. When you finish this lesson, let those attitudes be finished entirely. It requires only the willingness to say in each moment, this must be what I have called to myself. Do I wish to continue it or would I choose something else? And we come to witness that it, it is that simple. That as we take that step back, as we realize that all these experiences are wholly self-created, they're awaiting for our blessing, for the return of the self, inviting self back to self. As we become the witness of that, and when we close this book, we finish this lesson, that we remind ourselves that as anything that arises in our experience, in our experience, and then we could say our wholly created, self-created, wholly self-created experience, whatever's arising, we say this to ourselves. This must be what I have called to myself. Do I wish to continue it or would I choose something else? And it comes down to that choosing again. What would I choose? Would I choose something else? Do I wish to continue this? Simple, easy in each moment as we witness that. uh, Am I embracing self in this moment? Am I pushing self away in this moment? What is this that I've called to myself? Do I still choose this? And they share with us here, the world you have made is only an illusion. Nothing that has been constructed must remain unless you desire it. If you continue the structures of your life, career, relationship, whatever it is, recognize that you are doing so out of the sheer delight of wanting the experience. If you prefer, you can let it crumble and start anew. You are free to clear out your bank accounts, give away all of your material possessions, sign over your house to somebody else, give your car keys to somebody and simply start walking down the road with nothing but the clothing on your back. You are totally free to do that. And out of the power of your desire, you will attract situations that provide a place to sleep, food to eat, new experiences, and new friends. We can feel in, in just listening to the sharing here, Joshua, the power of our desire on what do we truly want. Becoming aware of what we're calling to ourselves. 
and becoming aware that we are, as Joshua was sharing with us here in this lesson, we are the sovereign master. Are we going to step into their shoes? Are we going to quit seeing that we are a victim, that things are being done to us? Are we going to really stand in the shoes of uh, asking ourselves, what is this that I have called to myself? I must have called this to myself. Is there, we can ask ourselves, is there a message here? What message is, is there, what, what, what's my lesson here? I always, I always find that's helpful. What is my lesson here? What's, what's, what, this is arising. What is it telling me? What is it sharing with me? What's arising, this experience? And then do I wish to continue it or would I choose something else? So out of the power of our desire, we become the witness that, that our desire is um, in that moment of desiring that we're free in that moment. If we're in the moment of fearing, as Joshua shares with us, if we're out on the street and then from our power of our desire, we will attract situations that provide a place to sleep, food to eat, new experiences and new friends out of the power of our desire. We take that step back and we remember the feeling of, of being in a situation where we're not sure what's going to unfold. Those feelings of fear, we've let them go. The fear of what might happen, what if this might happen, what if that might happen. We realize that's just the story, the idea of something separate from myself that could possibly harm myself. Become the witness that uh, the power of our desire in the moment, trusting what comes from the desire, the trust, the faith. And when we become the witness that we truly are all that, we are the one. We are the one behind the call for love. We're the one behind all of it. If we witness anything on our journey that is a call for love, we can always remind ourselves, this is coming from me. This is arising because there's some part of myself that, that is um, uh, being opened here for memory. More, more memory of myself is being restored from this. If I will take a look at this, what is my lesson here? What can I learn here? And, and becoming a witness that it's all arising, it's all coming from self. And it's arising for self. Nothing is ever happening to self. When we can, that's when we can really uh, become aware that, that in a moment, in that moment, when we're choosing, uh, we realize that to be in desire is um, where we're in freedom. When we're in desire in any situation, then we know that. God's plan is good, that the greatest plan, uh, this plan of the atonement, is a beautiful plan, and it really is coming from self, for self. And there's a lot of freedom in that when we realize that first sentence here where Joshua says to us, this must be what I have called to myself. When we witness that, we are then looking through the eyes of love, when we can confirm with ourselves, this has come from me. This is not happening to me. This is happening for me. And we witness that. Then we have a choice. What do we choose? What's our desire? What's the what's the birthing of the new desire that's that's coming from this experience? 
how beautiful is that? A birthing of a new desire to take me more into myself, to remember more of who I am. And when we can see that this whole journey is, is everything that's arising is a benefit for all that we're remembering in that moment, we have that opportunity to choose to remember more of who we are, more of who we are, when we drop into that. Are we going to allow more of the, uh, the idea of the illusion of the separate self to fall away and just simply abide in, as Jeshua calls it here, uh, living as a sovereign master, abiding as a sovereign master? And uh, they share with us here, at no time can anyone be a victim. Yet at any time, consciousness is free to perceive itself as having been victimized. That is merely the choice to create a form of experience. We might share with you that victimization is one of the booby prizes chosen pervasively by humanity. It's called the victim game. Many are quite committed to seeing how well they can play it out. One could say that the victimization game has affected virtually every mind in the human domain. You are not a victim. If indeed tomorrow your doctor tells you you have cancer and you have 15 days left to live, I wish you would have come in earlier. I could have given you possibly 45 days. Simply say to yourself, oh, what a rich experience this might be. I have 15 days to go into the death of the body with total consciousness complete forgiveness and perfect peace. Wow, what amazing opportunity I have caused to myself. But cancer is not a failure. You know, and again, we look at the calls for love. Where are the calls for love coming from? The idea of cancer, the story of cancer. Where is that uh, coming from? The call for love, all the calls for love are coming from the one self, from the self for the self. Nothing is ever happening to the self. As uh, they share with us here, you are not a victim. We are not a victim. Nothing is ever happening to us. It's always happening for us. To get our attention, snapping at the fingers, it's the wake-up call. Where is our attention? What are we creating? What are we wanting? And then we can always say again that uh, those words that Josh was given us here, this must be what I have called to myself. Do I wish to continue it or would I choose something else? We can feel in that the feeling of fear is just not even present. We can feel in that that when we witness that it is, it is indeed coming from ourselves, we witness that this is arising for me to remember more of who I am. What do I choose now? What's my choice now? And they share with us here, we would behold in much of your so-called new age movement that there is much judgment, much judgment, much abhorrence of anything that does not look like manifesting wealth, having perfectly curved hips and a multitude of loving friends. That is a naive attitude. But the soul's sovereignty is rich beyond measure. Wherever you are as you read these or as you listen to these words, 
Wherever you are, as you listen to these words, you are living sovereign mastery now. You are free to create anew any time you wish. But understand that the experience you are having, when embraced and loved and accepted totally, as being uncaused by anything but your own awareness, when you can delight in that, you are free. Let's repeat that one. Understand that the experience you are having, when embraced and loved and accepted totally, as being uncaused by anything but your own awareness, when you can delight in that, you are free. You are free. Again, everything we've been sharing about here, we can realize it's wholly self-created. It's uncaused by anything but our own awareness. It's all coming from self. It's happening for self so that we may remember self more and more. They share with us here, you have already risen above and gone far beyond the most successful beings that humanity would say are successful. So when we're living in that way, when we're truly free in that moment, when we realize that nothing is caused by anything except our own awareness, then we, we can delight in that. We witness the bliss in that and we feel free in that. And so they're telling us when we're there, when we um, are in that place, we realize nothing is caused outside of ourselves. It's all coming from self. It's our own awareness. Then we've risen above and gone far beyond the most successful beings that humanity would say are successful. They tell us, don't be succumbed then to the shimmering lights of the world, the great tinsel on the tree. For all that matters is this, Am I at peace? Do I bring love to each moment? Do I accept with great humor that all that I have experienced has been by my own design, an interesting game, and perhaps a joke played upon myself? Look upon the world and say, there is nothing I need here. But I choose to be here to see who I can love, how I can love, and what enjoyment I might create. Peace then is always the goal of a spiritual journey. That peace that passes all understanding. For if you have listened well to what I have shared with you in this lesson, 95% of it seems like me gibberish to the world that would say it cannot be that way. It turns the world upside down, rips it inside out and makes it valueless. But it makes you valuable. It places you at the right hand of God. This is what you were birthed for. This is where you remain. For love waits on your welcome. So I greet you, beloved friends, as my equal. It's coming from Jeshua. Jeshua tells us, I greet you, beloved friends, as my equal. I greet you as sovereign masters, co-creators, perfect divine expressions of creativity, ceaselessly creating all that you would choose to experience. I never lament the pain that you experience. I never feel sorry for your suffering. I merely wait in love for the truth of your being and offer assistance to you when you are willing to grow 
to heal, to forgive, to expand, and to enlighten your being. Great freedom can come when in the midst of something that you feel to be great suffering, you choose to laugh and say, look at this one, what an amazing script I have written here. I ought to win the Oscar. <laughs> who could have done this better than, who could have done this one better than this? And rest assured, you are speaking to one who has had some experience of writing rather interesting scripts of suffering. Then Jeshua shares with his friends, beloved friends, look lovingly upon the world you have created. Look lovingly upon the world you have created. Look with perfect forgiveness now upon the simplicity of your physical domain. For the life of the body-mind arises and passes away in a few cosmic seconds. You can delight in sensory experience in the cruel beauty of time without ever believing that it should be different than it is. It is merely shadow. It is merely a disguise that you have laid upon a mysterious energy. For you indeed have birthed the physical domain itself. You might as well relax and enjoy it. That was all under the section there, uh, claiming sovereign mastery. So really stepping into our uh, remembrance as a master, as a creator, realizing that ultimately the one realization that we're it, this is a journey of self. We're the one self with all selves, all selves are joined. And we realize that it is really all all unfolding for us, it's coming from us, nothing is happening to us, and that when we realize that, when we can really step into that, we can always say to ourselves, when any experience arises, this must be what I have called to myself. Do I wish to continue it, or would I choose something else? Realize as a sovereign master, we are our master over all of our domain, that we are the creator of our experience and that we always have free will every moment. Every moment is a new moment. Now is a new moment. And now, and now, we get to choose again. This next section here is called Behaving as a Master. They share with us here, in each and every one of your days, live and behave as a master lives and behaves. When first you realize that you are awake, in the physical domain in the morning, choose love. Choose to relax the body-mind into a state of deeper prayer and give thanks to your Creator. Hold in the mind's eye all of your domain, your relationships, your careers, your physical objects, and say, Behold, it's been a lot of fun. Then simply ask, I wonder if there is anything I might like to move toward changing in order to experience greater joy deeper peace, more certain wisdom, and more loving relationship. And then as I share that, what comes into my heart and uh, witnessing more of self, what is there that I can move toward changing in order to experience greater joy, deeper peace, more certain wisdom, more loving relationships, 
more memory of self. I'm adding that on there, more memory of self. Because we always find that all that's arising as we truly take that step back and realize what is in this for me, what what do I what can I learn from this? What is my lesson? What is the message? We always come to realize that, that, that in getting the message and getting the lesson that we we ultimately as we take that step back and embrace every moment that we are remembering more of self and that awareness. That awareness that all is arising for self, nothing is happening to self. We get to witness more of self <laughs> as we become aware of, of that, that all is arising for us, nothing is happening to us. And they share with us here if something comes into your mind, do not blame it, do not judge it, but simply begin to wonder how you might like to see it changed. Hold that as a desire in the depth of your consciousness. If it's energy built during the course of the day, simply begin to say it, write it out, get a picture of it, hold the desire in your heart, and you will indeed bring it to pass. For you see, manifestation occurs instantaneously in the field of a mind that is no longer conflicted with opposite kinds of thoughts. So beautiful, and I thought, wow, <laughs> that I've written. I don't know when I read that, but um, at some point when I have read that. Um, so let's repeat that again. So Josh was telling us here, for you see, manifestation occurs instantaneously in the field of a mind that is no longer conflicted with opposite kinds of thoughts. As we feel into that, we witness that the, the fear is not, not present. There is no, when there is no fear present, when we've dropped all the meanings or the labels that we've offered to things, the idea of how things could unfold, or maybe the idea of how things should unfold, when we really let go of all that, we come to uh, be the witness that... Um, how could it not be instantaneous? How could it not be something directly, directly given, directly received? How could it not be when there are no opposing thoughts, when there's no opposing idea, when we've dropped the idea of opposites, when we've dropped the idea of separation, when we've dropped the idea that something could go wrong? <laughs> We've dropped the idea of right and wrong. But now we've stepped into our sovereign mastery. Now we're realizing that we really do have a say and that we really can step into our own desire and desire uh, what it is that we're wishing in any moment. And when all the buts and shoulds and coulds and uh, uh, mights and, <laughs> and the way that the, old, the, the mind uh, was operating, sleeping, is operating, when all that has fallen away, when all that questioning has fallen away, we recognize we're a sovereign master. That when there are no more opposing thoughts, and we just know what we desire, feel into our desire, play with our desire, realizing we are the creator, then now what is standing in our way? There is nothing standing in the way. 
And so uh, all there is is the present now. Everything else, all the ideas of separation, of time, of delay, the way things should be, could be, <laughs> when all that, all that falls away, and again, they're the words Yeshua asks to burn in the way of mastery is to write down the word should on a bit of paper. The word must, ought, and have to on a bit of paper and actually burn it. I know I've repeated that so many times through sharing on these lessons in the way of mastery, but uh, when we burn, when we write those words down on a bit of paper, again, that should, ought, must, and have to, when we write them down and we actually burn the bit of paper, we know what we're burning. We're burning the um, idea of how things should be. That old idea, the, the idea of um, when there's two-ness, the, the, the fearful feeling in the mind of how things might be, how it, how it must be, how it could be, how it should be. We're really letting go of, um, of that idea. Now we're stepping into the moment of just really embracing the moment and trusting in um, our sovereign mastery, trusting in our creativity, trusting in the desire of the mind, realizing, coming to realize that desire is when it's not conflicted, when there's no opposing thoughts to desire. Desire just is. Desire is the bursting of all, of all. <laughs> Desire is the birthing. Jeshua uh, shared with us in the way of mastery that we are birthed out of desire. God uh, extended self to know thyself. Out of the desire extended self. And uh, the sonship is. We are the sonship. Birthed out of desire. And if we're birthed from desire, then what are we? <laughs> we? We really sit back and really open our hearts. We can feel we are the desire. We are desire. So... When there's no opposing thoughts, nothing opposing, we realize that in the moment, in our desire, it just is. And then we're living in the eternal moment of allowing all to just be, all to flow. How beautiful is that? So, um, there are still a few more pages here, and this lesson is so rich. Being the final lesson in the way of mastery, I wasn't sure if it may complete um, today, but you know, we, we never do quite know. We just <laughs> allow it to all unfold, and here we go. So um, uh, I feel there will be um, some more sharing next week on this final lesson in the way of mastery. Alrighty, so thank you so much. Um, Larry just wrote up on the board here when you think a loving thought, you have been caressed by the touch of God from the way of mastery. Thank you, Larry. Thank you so much. Uh, my website is robinbusville.com and I'm handing over the mic, sending out lots of love and lots of aloha. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.